Hello, everyone, and welcome to 11 Foot Pole, a tale of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I will be the dungeon master for this section, this session of our Dark Sun campaign setting set on the burning world of Athos. Joining me around the uh, joining me around the virtual tabletop uh, in alphabetical order is my regular crew. Good morning, I'm Darren. I'm playing Zorus, the mole gladiator. Corey couldn't uh, Corey couldn't be here today. Uh, Corey, who <laughs> Corey normally doesn't plays, go after me. <laughs> Corey goes first. Corey, the I, I, uh, Corey, the halfling uh, halfling uh, <laughs> cannibal. Uh, can't be joining us today, so his character is going to be mysteriously, uh, mysteriously quiet and uh, inactive. Is he dead to us like some of the others are when they're not here? Uh, well, no I names mean, being spent. He, he's in Vegas. Okay, so it's like, like they don't have internet connection there. Like, oh, I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada, so I couldn't oh, possibly participate in the banking. Technically, he's in Los Angeles, so California is a little different. Oh, oh, okay. My bad. My bad. And it's six a.m. there. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. Like I could, I I had to get up at seven in the in the freaking morning local time, but he can't be bothered to find an internet connection in L.A. Who's up? All right. Well, um, I'm Jason. I'm playing Chaka, the third level uh, Thrycreen Wastelander Ranger. Kind of looks like a roach. And uh, JP playing Taldori, no copyright intended. Uh, playing Taldori, Cyanus of the Wasteland. And I'm Matt. I'm playing Darok, a third level druid. Uh, I'm a mole from the Wastelanders. Yes, yes, yes. A savage mole, you might say. So, so last time when we left our characters, uh, our party, they were guarding their caravan from Fort Iron as it as it travels around the ten towns, uh, trading and and bartering and so forth uh, to get the supplies they need to make it through uh, the dry season. Um, there's a, I think there are four seasons in. Um, uh, in this part of Athos, there's there's the dry season, there's the arid season, there's the hot season, and then uh, there's the obviously. hot the hot and arid season. So you guys have got to make sure you get all your trading done before the before the real heat sets in. Um, and you guys reached the town of Cled and uh, found out there that there was a problem with their obsidian mine, which is set in these caves they call the Howling Caves, um, uh, called the Howling Caves because of this constant wind that's blowing up from the depths, this hot, arid, dry wind blowing up from the depths um, and uh, making this making this howling sound that reverberates all through the caves and everything. Um, so you guys decided to try to find out what was going on in there. Um, you went in. You encountered part of the problem, which was this uh, savage wasteland grell, uh, which you guys dealt with quite handily. Uh, but then you also found that the tunnels are infested with Morlocks, these little um, naked freaks uh, that also come up from the depths. And uh, you had a brief scuffle with Grek and Smol. Um and decided in the end to um, to go and talk to their leader, uh, 
Nope. Nobody help me if you're looking at your notes. I'm sure everybody. What are these notes you speak of? Trex. Trex, their leader, who they say is uh, him big smart and him speak surface dweller language and so forth. So you guys decided to go with them to uh, to meet Trex. And uh, and that's where we left things off. So does any of this sound vaguely familiar? Yep. yep. Vaguely. Absolutely. Okay. So you guys uh, leave that leave that room, which was a little. Um, it, it looked like it was the break room for the dwarves. Um, there were OSHA posters up on the wall and a couple motivational uh, posters. You know, uh, excellence doesn't happen by accident. Kind of. You know. Oh yeah, and the safety. Yeah, yeah. Safety is no accident. <laughs> the, yeah. the OSHA warnings. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even, even you can reach new heights. That's right. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Dwarf humor. Um, so you guys leave area M9 and you, you follow them and uh, they walk uh, um, exactly like uh, Gollum in the movies, right? They're facultative bipeds. So part of the time they're kind of knuckle walking and part of the time they're regular walking. Uh, and I guess they take you down to area M10. The tunnel's downward slope ends where it opens into the center shaft. So this is the third time that you've circled around to this shaft with the howling winds coming up from underneath. The tunnel's, uh, a wooden walkway extends from this opening and then runs westward to another tunnel in the rock. In front of you, a large bucket like the one you saw earlier dangles from a taut rope that stretches southward across the shaft and is connected to another wooden platform 15 feet away. So what he's trying to say is, you guys get down here, there's, a, there's another one of these wooden bridge things that goes across to another cave opening over here. But then over here, there's a, it's a bucket like you found before, but it goes across, you know what I'm saying? The rope goes across to the other side over here to another cave map, right? And they're trying to lead you this way uh, across the bridge. And there's the, the roaring winds are coming up from down here. Oh, where did Chaka go? I was going to ask Chaka if he wanted to try to jump across again. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how roaring those winds are. That was a pretty crappy experience. Even for <laughs> I mean, it's the same winds. So, you know, it's the same shaft. It's just further down. So I don't know if you want to if you want to try jumping across. I assume you guys are following your your uh, Morlock friends. Yeah, but let's not be a hundred percent trusty. Let's keep our eyes around and see if they're uh, having any of their colleagues sweeping around behind us. I mean, they're not they're not as bad as the Druish, but you can't trust the Morlocks either. Right. <laughs> we will have we will have zero anti Semite jokes. That's Druish. They're not Seminate. Funny, she doesn't look Druish. Um. Oh. <laughs> Darren, roll a perception check. What is that? Uh, 20-sider? Uh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Huh? Natural 20. What? That seems, say, wow. seems like uh, getting that a little early today. I might uh, need that for later. Roll. <laughs> um, Which, and then I guess, subtract my, my one for my... <laughs> For my skills and perception, so yeah. Eleven. Uh, that natural twenty uh, makes you realize 
If you go across the, the bucket thing way back here, there's actually two cave mouths over there. Mmm. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's all a, that's 20 a 20, That is a 20 well spent, I must say. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. All right. So, um, so they, they lead you across over to this cave. Uh, what's, what's sort of your marching order? Of course, we all know... For some strange reason, Fulgrin is in the back now. Yeah, he was uh, in front. That, that's, a, that's a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, there was, there was guys... a gnome and a Thracreen in the front. Okay, all right. So now you're you're in front by yourself now. Um, I'll go behind him. Yeah, I should probably be up there because evidently Thracreen can't be surprised. <laughs> Ever? That's what it says. Well, yeah, that's nice. So they just act like they're not surprised. Right. I already knew that. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like uh it's like being Leonard Nimoy on the on the set of Star Trek. It's like no matter what happens, you just have to keep a straight face and act like That's right. Ah, I see. Oh. So Kirk is actually possessed by the ghost of this woman and now he's turning everybody into blocks of salt. Fascinating. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I wasn't I surprised at all. I'm wrong about that surprise statement. I just have advantage on initiative. It doesn't say I'm, I'm not surprised. Exactly. That's why I questioned you. Okay. Right, there we go. Yeah. My steel defender can't be surprised. Keep questioning our friends when they have things that work to our advantage. That's right. We should, really, <laughs> we should roll the sold them to account. Let's, uh, That's let's what I'm sure. here for. If I'm not the bane of the GM's existence, I'm the... Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, these guys come in... Um, uh, why does it not have... Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys come in here. There's three more kobolds, as you can see. And, um, one of them, uh, one of them has a, um, a sort of a, a wasteland overcoat with a hood thing, right? No arms, right? It's just like this coat thing with a hood. He's got the hood back. Oh. Character. And and he's got a um a sort of a Indiana Jones uh the the bag that he had, right? The satchel charge thing that he had. Um he's the got European this, man bag. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just uh for, for our fans, the actual prop was a World War II, like literally demolitions satchel charges that they carried charges in. Um so he's got one of those. It's all threadbare, and he's kind of clutching it, uh, you know, like a <laughs> like a woman in a bad, like an old lady in a bad neighborhood. You know, is holding onto her purse. He's kind of clutching this satchel, and they're like, they're like, tracks, tracks. We we um <laughs> we uh we negotiated with these surface dwellers <laughs> and have have brought them down to see you, tracks, like you asked, tracks. Look. And they kind of are, you know, pointing to you, you know. I was going to see if they were going to try to be like, we defeated these surface dwellers and <laughs> they surrendered to us. But they don't try that. Um, and Trek steps forward and he's like, greetings, surface dwellers. I am, I am most pleased to meet you. I am Trex, the leader of this conclave. And who might you be? We, okay. we yet Probably. have a name, kind oh. sir. <laughs> No, did we? Did we got it? We had a name. What were we? We were something. Well, you are. 
you're from the Iron Sons, so there's that. Oh yeah, that's that's your tribe. We are the. Yeah, we did have a name, and y'all didn't like it. It was the Iron Something, because <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of iron on the planet. It was something Sons. Iron yeah. Sons. I just said it. Did it not come through? Yeah. Let's be the Iron Sons. Oh, that's what yeah, we called ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Good well, that's the name of your tribe. So the leaders call themselves the Iron Daughters, and the rest of the tribe calls themselves the Iron Sons. Like, that's your tribe. We had something. We had something, and you laughed at it. because it. So we could be, like, the Iron Sons Vanguard or something. I don't know. We're the protectors of the Iron Sun. Okay. And uh, we've been... <laughs> we've come down here to... Uh, to... What are, we, what are we doing, guys? Liberate the mines? We're here to clear things up so we get this obsidian mine working again. Ah, most excellent. And I am most ready to negotiate with you. Um, here's the situation. Me and my brethren and I uh, have no wish to impede the commerce of, of your fine town uh, as, they, as they extract obsidian from this howling cave complex. We merely wish to uh, join them in their settlement where we may um, find gainful employment and become productive members of their society. Do you think that so this would be acceptable to the leadership of Kled? Uh, remind me, guys, they, they had folks who were chased out of here, but that they, had they murdered a lot of the townspeople? I don't no. remember hearing that. No, no, no. We merely, uh, they ran at the very sight of us. Um, uh, apparently there is great prejudice against dust goblins in, uh, among the dwarves. But I assure you, we are, we are reliable. Uh, we work well with others. Um, we're, we're, we're team builders and team players. <laughs> Do you Darren, bring what any... Else is, <laughs> what else is on his resume? <laughs> right. We we're people just skills. We're introducing a new paradigm into the digging. Oh, uh, uh, yes, our people <laughs> skills are excellent. We have our own transportation, and uh, yeah. our background check will come back a plus. Goblins with um, good people skills—that'd be a change. So <laughs> what happened? What happened was um, one miner did disappear. You heard this from the right, leadership in right. the town. One miner right. did disappear, but this was actually a, a few days before all these dust goblins showed up and, and the dwarves were forced to flee. Yes. Miner as in digger and not miner as in young dwarf. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What, uh, what special skills do you bring? Can you get to deposits of the obsidian that the uh, other guys can't? Oh, no, we don't wish to work in the mine. We wish to find gainful employment in the town where we can um, contribute as both as either hunters or gatherers. The two main uh, employment opportunities in any <laughs> town in Athos. And really any town anywhere. Uh, yes, uh, well, yes. We can, we can either be savage hunters or wasteland gatherers. And he gives you this big toothy smile. So everybody so make we were, an insight check. Roll a D20 and add your insight bonus. 16. 12. Uh, four, subtract one. So yeah, that, that streak was over. 20. 
What? Nice. With my bonus, it's a 20. All right, all right. Um, so, like, all of you notice, obviously, he is much more eloquent than, than the rest of the um, Morlocks. Uh, Darok, um, you, like, when he, when, when Darren asked, like, I'm sorry, when Zorus asked, what are you guys going to do in the town? Uh, Darok, you noticed a little pause, um, and you feel like, like he's kind of making it up on the fly, Mm -hmm. his, his answer. You're like, just all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, we, you know. Right. Um, so he's like, uh, we are, we are packed and, uh, and ready to come with you to Kled. Uh, how many of you, how many of you are there? We want to make sure the, cause Kled's not a big town. If we want to make sure that, uh, you don't scare the, uh, villagers. Oh, well, uh, currently there's just the five of us, uh, remaining, um, uh, uh, Timmy went north at that junction and never returned, and and I'm afraid uh, some ill has definitely befallen him. Uh, but yes, hey, there's uh, only- it's a dangerous Darok, place. Matt in in Darok's in Darok's head, he hears a voice. Aren't they aren't they a little too eager to leave? Like, wouldn't they be a little bit more hesitant to hey be kicked out of where they're at? You hear that in your head. Okay. <laughs> when I, I mean, I try to get some, you know a couple of you close. As since Darren is the one corner keeping them engaged in the conversation, uh, I grab the people that are closest to me and say, you know, I think these dudes are are lying. Something something's just not right. Then we come to get rid of these things, like Clint, get them out of here, right? Not specifically them, but yeah, free up the troubles in the mind to get the obsidian yeah. flowing again. Yeah. And did the people in the city tell us anything about these Morlock people? Like, were they any issues? Yeah, I well, think okay, they, so they, uh, the, 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 the people in the town told you that dust goblins had come up from the, from the depths and, and driven their people out, okay? Or their people had fled, right? And the miners weren't willing to go back in there, okay? Um, like, you guys know what Morlocks are. You guys know what dust goblins are. Um, you know, they're, they're raiders. They're, they're, um, you know, they jump on your back, uh, <laughs> out of the shadows and stab you to death and take your water, you know? Um, so. And can, can we tell, is this guy a Morlock or can we tell what he is under the cloak? Oh yeah. He's, he's definitely a Morlock. He has the, the hood back and, uh, um, it's just, most of them are just naked and he's actually like put on this robe and he's clutching this bag. Um, but he's definitely a Morlock. I just got to. So is it safe? I got so a slightly different bird. What's okay. that, JP? Is it safe to assume that these these Morlocks came in after the other people left because of the Dust Goblins and these people kind of dust, dust goblins into this territory? And, dust Goblins and Morlocks are the same thing. I'm using two different terms oh. for the same race. So, so let me ask. So, so the Thrycreen also rolled a, a sixteen. Did he also see the um, the pause in the um, no in the conversation? He didn't sense really for the sixteen. He didn't sense an issue there. That is correct. Wow. Um, so, so basically, you're just saying if we start killing him, we should kill the smart guy first. Is what? Well, is, there, is everybody in the know 
or our characters in the know that are all the characters in the know that something's afoot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Matt said that he pulled everybody aside while um, mm-hmm. while Zorus is talking to these guys. Matt's character pulled the rest of you aside and was like, this seems a little fishy that they just want to go to town. Like they're awfully eager to leave there. Uh, right, Matt? Isn't that what you yeah, said? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I told Matt in his head, that they're awfully eager. We're coming to get rid of these things and they're a yeah. problem. And yet they're wanting to leave so easily. So, oh, um, so wait a minute. So, so, so the Thrycreen knows, right? Has he been told? Yes. Yes. You guys are, you guys okay. are talking about it, mumbling about it in the back. So the Thrycreen draws his bow and tries to get a shot off at not this Morlock here, but the the one right behind him. What just happened? Uh, oh my gosh. And I was going to, oh, who are we losing, uh, Matt? So, so, yeah. So Jason, are you way. talking about this one? Yeah. And okay. I was going to literally about to cast a spell myself. Okay. So I guess maybe a surprise round, a little group or something. Uh, so as this all kicks off, uh, Fulgrin, mm-hmm. wait a minute, Fulgrin is like, hey, guys, and doesn't mm-hmm. seem to uh, doesn't seem to get the um, the memo. Been flanked. All right. We yeah. are in combat. Um, does this count as a surprise? Attack? It sure does. They, they, okay. they couldn't be more surprised. <laughs> Perfect. So. <laughs> So if I'm allowed to go first here, what I wanted to do was uh, plug an arrow or attempt to plug an arrow into that thing behind the Morlock. Um, and I'll roll for the, the, the... They're all Morlocks. They're all Morlocks. You're 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 okay. attacking the one behind the leader, right? That's right. So that's a 20 to hit without the... without the. I don't know if I have a bonus on there. Well, yeah, it'd be a 25. Sorry. You'll never guess so what, natural- Jason. You'll never guess what. Right. That hits. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it was a natural 20, okay, plus the five to hit, right? Oh, so you also got a crit. Hey, um, uh, friends, and now I have to move these around because Matt had technical <laughs> difficulty. Uh, friends and listeners, um, I have been forgetting that uh, whenever, um, let's see, whenever you score a critical hit with your weapon or whenever an enemy scores a critical hit against you, uh, either your armor or your weapon has a chance of getting damaged, right? Because it's it's all makeshift uh, weapons of the waste. Yeah, okay. So whatever you, you got score, a critical, critical hit, hit, you scored a critical hit with your savage bow of the wastelands, uh, but oh, it, yeah. I think it's also going to be damaged. So go ahead and roll your damage. All right. So help me calculate that on a crystal. So that's rolling um, on a. All right. So I'm getting die eight plus three first roll okay you double your damage die but you keep one modifier one modifier okay so oh that's a fat seven so that's 14 15 16 17. no nope. you roll, roll the, roll the dice die. twice yeah okay seven all right plus three is ten plus the three for the modifier correct is that right that's yes. 13 okay but as a bonus action he's casting hail of thorns okay and okay. how that reads is, that reads that the next time you hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack before the spell ends, this spell creates a rain of thorns that sprouts from your magical ranged weapon or ammunition. In addition to the normal effect of the attack, 
the um, target of the attack and creatures within five feet of it make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes one day ten piercing damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Yeah, so go ahead and roll your d10 damage, and Glenn's going to roll two dex saves. Okay, so um, d10, d10, uh, 10, yeah, okay, got it. All right, DC 12, or okay, take so, five points of damage. For the um, non-metal weapons, when you, when you roll a d20, you're going to yeah. roll a uh, d6, and on a one, your okay. bow breaks under the pressure of this mighty shot. Oh, I got a six, baby. Okay. All right. Uh oh. So how much how much damage you do to this poor guy? I did like thirteen to the one. Yeah. And then we we need a we need a save for um, hail of thorns. Um, are we recording again? Yes, we are. Okay. So the the target of the attack, along mm-hmm. with creatures five feet from it. So I think there's three involved, right? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, three, total, three, total, three total involved. So the target plus the other involved creatures within five feet must make a, a DC 12 wisdom saving or take five points of damage each on a fail. Our wisdom is minus one, Jason. So that's, that's a good. fail, a success, and another success. Oh, and <laughs> baloney. So yeah. the first fail might be my dude standing. Would you agree to that? It would be the guy you hit. Yep. So he's going to take five, and then the other guys are going to take two each. Okay, so he goes down. He's gone. <laughs> so, Darren. Blast. You're discussing, uh, you're you're doing a, a resume uh, seminar right, with right. this guy, right? You're, like, telling so, him where Tell the me margins. more about your people's skills and uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. You you're like, well, what you want to do yeah. is you want to, and suddenly this arrow comes streaking past your ear, hits the guy <laughs> behind him, and the guy just explodes into bloody giblets. Right? My turn. <laughs> and the uh, thorns fly out and hit the guy you're talking to in the back, and and <laughs> this guy behind him who's like taking notes and stuff. And they're like, God, choices were made. <laughs> All right, JP. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need the leader to make an intelligence save, DC 13, and okay. I'm psychic, psychically lashing out at him. The leader's Tasha's name is mind. Trex. The leader's Trex name is needs Trex. To make like Trex. Star Trex. Or Trix. I'm keeping saying Trix every time I hear it. No, hey, Trex. Trex. He has a name. What kind of save is he making? Trex needs to make an intelligence DC 13 save. So, this is a little inside baseball here, but um, if if you were playing this in Baldur's Gate 3, you would be very surprised when he tries to make an intelligence saving throw and he has a plus three as Ooh. his intelligence modifier. A, wow. a, a simple dust goblin, a humble Morlock, is for some reason plus three on his intelligence rolls. He got an eight on the die, so that's an 11. He so he fails. still fails. But you notice his <laughs> impressive modifier. What happens to him? He takes 11 points of psychic damage. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he he, uh, he cannot take a reaction till the end of its Ooh. next turn. Mm-hmm. Nice. And on its next turn, they can either move, take an action, or bonus action. Only one of the three. Can't do all of it. Okay. And what's the, uh, what's the Athasian Wasteland name of that psychic ability? The wasteland is uh, Tal'Dori's mind whip, but the ah. the 
5e is uh, Tasha's Mind Whip. Okay. So Taldori's Mind Whip lashes out from her forehead. And the homebrew part of that is he has a migraine for the next two days. Oh, no. Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think his problems are going to be two days from now. Darren. Uh, no, wait. Matt. Matt. No, you're up. I have the I, I have the uh, I? frames in the wrong place. There we go. All, All right, right. Zorus. I think I'm going to just uh, attack him <laughs> just straight up. <laughs> Don't mean to be simpleton, but I am a gladiator. You're, you're not surprised, <laughs> apparently. Uh, apparently, none of you guys were surprised by this turn of events. I rolled an 18. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And an 8 plus 3. So 11 slashing damage. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what was worse. You hitting him with your sha- Savage Wasteland sho- sh- shovel, right? The pain he felt when you when you hit, dug your spade into his guts or the pain you felt at the look of betrayal and confusion in his goblin eyes as you. <laughs> <laughs> he's still alive, but he's hurt both physically and emotionally. <clears throat> Uh, Matt, you're up. Finish him, Am Matt. I within? Can I see these guys based on my position? Absolutely, yeah. Like okay, you can't see so, these guys in the back. I was thinking because this is like a cave wall. So who, but you can see uh, treks. Okay, so who do I see then? You see treks. All right. Um. So, can I do thunderous wave and not hit my guys, my own guys, for more? Not, than uh, you could, but you'd have to move up. Move right, to the it left of, uh, from you, Zorus. Move right. to the left of Zorus, or to the right of Zorus. Yeah, I'll, I'll move to one one side or the other, whichever one. <laughs> right? Okay. And I'll make room. It? I'll make a little room. It's either way. I, it's either move or attack. I can't do both, right? Or is it? No, you can do both. There, was I close enough where I can do both? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no you're pretty All right, close. I'm doing the thunderous wave. You only moved like okay. 10 feet. He has to make a constitution throw. Okay. He has to make a constitution save. Ooh, damn. He, he got 16, 16 on the die, so I hit points okay. of damage. <clears throat> How many? Ah, uh, well, it was 16 if he failed. It's it's eight since he, he made it. He is about to go down, uh, but it's his turn. <clears throat> but you're a thunderous wave. Does that only hit one guy? It Well, am I where I can see these guys now, all of them? Because it goes 15 feet. Yeah, they're too, they're too far back. Like, you could have okay. moved up here, uh, up here here um but then that'd be too far back anyway because each one of these hexes is 10 feet Um, okay all right darren uh his eyes just moments ago filled with betrayal um at his at his favorite um resume counselor suddenly suddenly flash (laughs) with an inner green light and um, he looks you right in the eyes, and you need to make a DC. Uh, you couldn't have finished him, Matt. You need to make a DC twelve wisdom, wisdom saving throw. I don't. I don't get a sense. That's my best saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a fourteen plus one. <sighs> I should do it. So, <clears throat> for a moment, you feel a. Um, you feel a foreign consciousness trying to invade your mind and take over your Uh-oh. 
body. Um, but you kind of like shake it off and, um, and, uh, he is forced out of your mind. Um, Oh wait, this one, this one rushes up to attack Matt. Uh, that is Derek. Ah, suck it. 14 plus five, 19. I'm sure your armor class is 19. Oh yeah. I'm not, I, I got hit. I'm sorry, I thought that was damage. I'm like, damn. You take four <laughs> points of piercing damage from his bone uh, machete. Uh, okay. The guys in the back pull out uh, sharpened sticks. Um, one goes at Matt and one goes at Darren. Darren, you're hit. 19. All right. Matt, you're also hit. Uh, 23. They're not going out without a fight. Are you serious? I couldn't hear more. Sorry. 23 to hit. Damn. No, oh, no okay. that was his, his hazard roll damage hit for you. Darren, <laughs> Darren, you're the black die. That's like God. Yeah. Oh, Darren, you take four. Matt, you take six points of piercing damage as these sharpened sticks with little bits of obsidian on the tip dig into your ribs. Um, ends my turn. Uh, it's back around to Jason. Is that, is that how it is? We never really rolled initiative because this was a surprise. Right. I just kind of put you in the order that you said you were acting. Okay. Um, so um, I'm going to cast um, Hunter's Mark as a bonus action on the, the, big, the big heavy there. Okay. And then uh, hit, hit again with the uh, bow attack. Ooh, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. It's another, <laughs> it's another nat 20 on the die. All right. We don't believe uh, it. You completely murder it. him. Roll a, You completely murder him. Roll a d6 to see if your bow breaks from this mighty shot. Did, did he die? That's the big bad guy is dead? Yeah, I said he was. I said he was like holding on by a thread. He had two hit points left. Oh, shit, I would have wasted Hunter's Mark on that if I'd heard that. Um... Oh, I'm rolling to see if he broke the bow. No, I got a two. Okay, very close, very nearly. You hear it as you pull it back for this mighty shot. You hear it like, but it does not break when you let go. Uh, JP, (coughs) Taldori. So do these two uh, cower or run away when they see their leader explode? or Uh, No, and it's three. There's one hidden behind your uh, druid. Um, Are we wanting to kill them all? As well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Right? <laughs> I mean, they when, definitely want to kill. They definitely want to kill all of you. It's a little late now to be choosy, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the thought well, gonna... already made that choice for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm gonna shoot a ray of frost at the one next, or uh, let's see, the far back one. And it's going uh, to you're do... all the way back here. You're going to have to aim at the front one. This is a this is a cave wall. Okay, so that's fine. That's really fine. That's fine. The front one, and that's an 18 to hit for six damage. All right. Uh, you want to move like over here where you can see all of them, or you want to stay on the bridge? No, I'm, you can move me in front of the uh, green, like in front from the viewer's view, like here. Nope, nope, nope. Next to the green, Sorry, from your view. Oh, there you go. Okay. And I'll tele- I'll telepathically talk to Fulgren and say, "What are you doing back there?" <laughs> um, it's like we're you're sorry. on an airplane and don't. We're don't sorry. The, uh, the 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 Sprint customer that you are trying to reach is currently <laughs> unavailable. 
You get you get back the weirdest psychic message you've ever heard. It's really Bulgrin is in airplane mode. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know what an airplane is. You're like, what? This must be uh, Darren. You're up. All right, I'm going to. Uh, how close am I? Do I need to step up into one of them? Uh, yeah. So there's one back here uh, that you can come around and get. Matt, are you going to do anything? I need to stay, take cover for or. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and I, how does this work? Can I let Matt go first and go after Matt? Negative. That you're, you're thinking of Baldur's Gate three. This is this is rules as written D and D. All right. Well, let me see if I can step up next to Matt and hit that front one. All right. Doesn't matter where I put the camera. Somebody's going to be blocking some kind of mini. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got a natural twenty. What? <laughs> all right. We have the streak, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Burn. So Glenn's going to buy us all second cameras because he doesn't believe. <laughs> did I? Did I? Did I question? Cameras. Did I question it? No, no. I in your eyes, you did. I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> oh, I have a ten sider, so I roll two ten siders and then add my damage attack to that. Your damage bonus. Your damage bonus, yes. yes. So so I rolled a 10 and a oh 7. God. Oh, my so God. So I have seven, 17 plus 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, describe uh, describe the, uh, the the camera or special effects scene as you as you as you uh, just Dolph Lundgren destroy this poor uh Morlock. I was thinking like the shovel kind of a, a sweeping it down and then straight up to like lift him off the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like separate his head from his neck. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Uh, the move there. Uh, can I do with that also a sweeping attack, which is uh, where I can spend one trick die to damage another creature with the same attack? Can I reach the one behind him? Nope. Is he within five feet? He is not. He's about 10 feet away. Well, then I'm done. Okay. What kind of attack was that? <laughs> what kind of weapon did you use? Uh, so he's got I use this, a gouge. He's got this weapon uh, that they made for Dark Sun. I'll put a I'll put a picture of it up eventually. But uh, literally, it's like a shovel with a handle kind of... Where do I have to... There's, a, there's an extra handle kind of down towards the actual shovel part. So you have one hand like back... Scythe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the handle is like a scythe, but the head of it yeah. is just like a triangular, um, you know, piece of bone, and and uh, you just kind of swing it around, kind of like a scythe. Yeah, but it really looks like a savage shovel of the wastelands. <laughs> All right, there's two left. Who's up? Uh, oh, I could tell you, Matt. Uh, I think that's me. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna cast ice knife. Okay. Which is a distance distance magic. With my bonus is I hit a twenty-one. Nice. So the the creature takes five points of damage from the direct attack, and then the knife explodes into shards, and he takes an additional eight. Eight. Yeah. Is there is there a save on that? Two d six. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, I think it's a dexterity. Oh, on the first one there is not. Right, because you but hit on it. the on the explosion. It's a dex. It's a dex save. Dexterity is so my the additional best eight would be a attribute. Oh, I rolled a 19. Suck it, surface Oof. dweller. Oof. 
And the one behind him is more than five feet away, right? From him? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they're not okay. right next to each other. So so is it a half damage? If he if he saves on his decks, is it a half damage or he avoids damage altogether? Uh, I, he he avoids damage altogether on the on the exploding on the exploding yeah. stuff. Okay, so Matt, yeah. you're standing here next to the gladiator. You have two rabid um, Morlocks of the of the wastes uh, looking at you with with loathing and bloodlust. Uh, are you gonna like back up and let him take on the both of them by himself, or are you gonna stand firm and uh, and and, and uh, fight them with him? I've got to stand firm. Okay. All right, so they run up to you guys. Now they are adjacent to each other. The hurt one is attacking Matt. A natural 20. A natural 20. The whole crowd can see it. Of course. (laughs) See, Matt, even if you could get your die to act right, (laughs) you still can't control your karma. I don't know what you did in a previous life. Yeah, you want to sacrifice something to the dice gods this week. I mean, did did you cheat at Vegas? Did you... You know, I don't know what you did in a previous life. I don't life, know what you I did. You can't remember the good stuff. All you can remember is the suffering that you're experiencing in this life. All right, so that's my short sword. It's normally a D6 plus three, so now it's two D6 plus three. Jesus. Don't hit. <laughs> so six and, th- and three is nine. Are you still up? I am. All right. And now... Because what's good for the goose is good for the gander, I'm going to roll to see if my bone machete breaks. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I did that for. Uh, oh, wait. I've got a, I've got my... If I roll a one, my machete breaks. Good great, goodness gracious. And I did roll a one. So the, the, the tip of his bone machete breaks off in your guts. And he pulls oh, nice. back a broken piece of bone great. and looks at you like... Oopsie. Sorry, dude. That's that's my bad, dude. Sorry. The other one attacks Darren. Gets right. uh, 11 plus 5 is 15. Uh, 13 armor class, so yeah. Okay. And I get plus 3. Dang it. So you take 6 points of slashing damage, and my turn is over. All right. Uh, it's back around to Jason. Those okay. of you in the back could kill these guys. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. So, so... um. So I've got a couple things going on. So Chaka is going to leap over because he's got a thirty. He's got a thirty foot standing leap. Now you, you right. realize this this bridge is over that windy uh, tunnel that we talked about before. Well, how are we not being blown off of it? Well, because you're not leaping thirty feet in the air. <laughs> really, I mean, I'll so- I'll uh, I'll say I'll say you can you can make the jump. Uh, okay, what I want to what I want to do is clear these guys and get to the other side. So I'm on the other side of that, um, on the other side of these characters, on the other side of this one dude. So yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And some, oh, some oh I definitely happen. know what you're saying. I definitely know what you're yeah. saying. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it, but I understand <laughs> it. What I want to do is with my bonus action, move my hunter's mark from the one that I dropped. To the dude I'm about to attack with my Githka. So flying leap, Githka coming out, shifting my focus of the hunter's mark. Oh, wait a minute. That wait dude. a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Damn. Uh, you were using your bow, right? I was. Mm-hmm. And we already went over this. You're going to have to drop your bow mm-hmm. 
and and draw your Githka mid air. Uh, okay, flavor wise, it looks great. Which, it is, looks which great. is gonna look pretty badass, is what that. It looks, looks. It, it looks, looks great, really badass. But, but there is a chance your bow will will be blown off this bridge. I'm just saying because I'm that kind of DM. I'm gonna give you a one in six chance that your bow falls into the depths. It's a six. You're fine. All right. Spiteful DMs. So you do a uh, John Claude Van Damme uh, 80s movie aerial flip, (laughs) totally unnecessary uh, double axle in the air and land behind this guy. We prefer the word gratuitous. Thank you very much. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a gratuitous double axle on your way over. Does a 24 hit? Uh, You think? All right. So... I get, uh, I get, what is this? <laughs> I get a die eight plus three plus a one die six. All right. So I got four plus three is seven plus. Reread that on the seven plus hunters mark. Whoa. One die six. Seven plus five. Twelve. He had 11. <laughs> and he's got smoke. <laughs> so, so uh, I can't remember. If it was Zorus or Darok, who's like over their shoulder, like, hey, if you guys could could help finish these guys off, we'd really appreciate it. That was Zorus. And then suddenly, <laughs> and then suddenly, and then suddenly this in this giant insect does a does a double axle with a turnoff, lands, does the Olympic landing, pulls out his fighting staff, and splits this this goblin's head open, and it hits the ground. He's like, in your head, do you mean like that? See, see if you don't ask, you don't get. Right, right, right. <laughs> JP, um, I'm gonna do another ray of frost on that one that's left, and it's a psychic cold damage, like bone chilling, ah, like they think they're in the Arctic or something like that. And, and we don't uh, even know what that 19- is. I don't know what it is. No, it's like yeah, so yeah. opposite of dark sun. You know, it's just like yeah, that's yeah. why the cold does so much damage. So a 19 to hit for eight damage. All right. So you guys see ice crystals, you know, kind of like on your windshield in an Indiana morning uh, form all over this thing's skin, and it cries out in agony. Uh, and if he decides to move, his speed is reduced. Do you, want to, uh, do you want to step over so you're blocking this mini so I have to move the camera again, or are you going to stay there? Uh, whatever is the hardest and most difficult for you. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> no, don't move me. Darren, there's only one left. He's been hurt by frost, and he's standing right in front of you. He's in prime okay. shovel position. He's uh, he's going to stay there because I rolled a two. Ah, Ooh. okay. Ooh. Wait a minute, yeah. Matt. Uh, I'm going to do flaming blade. Oh my so goodness! A, uh, How hurt yeah. is this guy? Can you probably just swing at him? Do we need to expend spells? Mm-hmm. Good, good point. He he seems like he's got about half of his life left in him, which doesn't help me. <laughs> Um, Maybe you're on seven, eight hit points, Glenn. Is that what you're guessing? You feel like it's in that. It's it's very much in that neighborhood, Darren. All right. Well, I'll just do the quarter staff then. Okay. And hope for the best here. Oh no! Doesn't matter with your rolls, right? I mean, I'm working on the assumption that you guys are doing these cool attacks. Only have so many of them, right? True. I don't know. I think so. Well, they they Uh, they can cast cantrips. They can cast cantrips infinitely, right? So most of them will have a little spell attack. Like, what is Tal'Dori's, uh, JP? 
Oh, what do you mean spell attack? What do you mean? What's what's her attack cantrip? Oh, she's got multiples. Um, she's got frostbite, mind sliver, ray of frost. Right. So so he can just she can just keep using those at no cost. Oh, okay. But okay. I don't think flame blade fat fits in that category. So did you miss again, Matt? Can we no. just assume? Yeah. Well, I used my. I was going to use my quarter staff, but yeah, I missed. I had. I rolled a nine. With my with my plus three was a nine. <laughs> oh, I was about to say that's okay. So you rolled a six. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Darren. This guy, this little guy, you know, puffs up his chest. He's up against this mole gladiator, this muscly, you know, Brock Lesnar kind of guy, and he's just like, you know, the fury of the small. And he takes his. Oh wait. <laughs> Uh, he reaches down and picks up the fallen, uh, the, the broken. Oh no, no. He, he didn't break his. It was the one that Matt was fighting. Right. Yeah. He still has, he still has his bone machete and he puts everything he's got into a double handed swing at this muscle bound freak. (laughs) Got a 16 on the die. I think he hits you. Doesn't he? I have an armor class of 13. All right. You take six more points of damage. Hmm. That stings. Jason. Okay, Githka. Probably gonna miss. Does a nine hit? No, absolutely it does not. What, oh. I missed, so you missed. <laughs> yeah. I won't have matter, but I'll have bonus action hunter hunter's mark onto him from the other dead one. But, okay. But I still win. Yeah. Alright. JP. Uh, how's this thing still standing? I don't understand. It when everybody um, misses, it, 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 I know that's what I'm saying. It's how's it still standing? The only person who's hurt um, is you. So that's a uh, a dirty twenty, and okay. it's doing the same thing, just trying to freeze it to death. Oh, eight more damage. That does it. He's just, he just freezes solid. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I just I just shove him over the side. Right, right, yeah. He, he, he. Well, no, Chaka, Chaka can, he it's like breaks, a popsicle. It's no, like he a breaks popsicle into ice Chaka cubes. Now. He breaks. He breaks into ice cubes halfway down, and we see the ice crystals flying everywhere. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Hey, you know what? If you're enjoying Eleven Foot Pole, uh, the number one thing you can do to support us. Uh, is go on our Patreon and give us tons of money. Go to Patreon forward slash 11 foot pole uh or and you know we we a dollar a month you know or that dollars a month really every little bit helps as you can tell we need technological improvement um but the second greatest <laughs> thing you could do for us would just be to comment on this video even if it's an inane comment uh give us a like give us a thumbs up subscribe to us and uh, join us next time for 11 foot pole